Hello there, my brother, and welcome to Inspired by Impact. I'm your host and real-world personal trainer, Carl Berryman, and this is the podcast for men who want to train for life by taking what works inside the gym and applying it outside the gym to ultimately ignite the impact you wish to see in your world. Now, here's just a taste of what we'd be training today. Let's kick things off with what is my situation? Um... Ultimately, you know, I need to set a long-term plan. I need something that I can use consistently as a map to reference my direction, what I'm taking personally and with my business. I run the risk of not feeling fulfilled in my life if I don't achieve my results. And if I don't achieve my results, it's because I've failed to plan. My notable quotable, if you're tracking 42 things, you're tracking nothing. And this is from the Next Level University podcast. When I step back and remember why we track to measure direct outcomes of specific choices to elicit change, combined with the propensity of doing too much, I realize that a balanced approach is laser focused. What is your integration? I am a conduit of clarity. So I have a saying that I use, and the saying is this Who is wise? One who learns from everyone. The notable quotable is, is this. This has really got me. Um, it is beneficial to have training wheels to get to a given place. If I don't take the training wheels off, it looks like I'm winning, but I'm not getting any better. Hello there, my brother, and welcome to episode number 115 of Inspired by Impact. And this one is all about this. How do you remain laser focused on achieving what's most important to you? So that come New Year's Eve 2024, you're not looking back on the last year, just starting in only a few weeks from now, and see that all those grand plans you had were only that, plans. Well, today is a massive day for me because one of my main goals for the year is coming to fruition inside this episode. I have always wanted to share the MMU mic with my nearest and dearest brother so that you can hear the magic I'm surrounded by daily applied to and through the MMU. And today, we get to hear from three of them. So huge shout out to my brothers, Philip Pape, Alan Friedman, and of course, Bobby T for not only agreeing to do the MMUs, agreeing to be a part of the challenge, but also submitting your audios and showing how you guys are actually taking this shit and integrating it into your life in order to ignite the impact you wish to see in your world. And why this is such a big deal to me is because I wanted to see if what works for me will work for the people I love the most. And these three guys are proof that it fucking does. And I love it because I don't want to just, as much as I love to talk, I much prefer sharing the mic with the people that I am being inspired by. So if I can inspire others with the voices of the men who inspire me, that is my fucking mission. And that is what we're going to dive into right away. But first, let's get a word from our sponsor, the one and only Wits and Weights Nutrition and Health Coaching with Mr. Philip Pape. Are you tired of constantly working out and dieting, but not getting results? I'm Philip Pape, host of the Wits and Weights podcast, where we cut through the noise with evidence-based advice on building muscle, losing fat, and enjoying the foods you love without restrictive dieting, tons of cardio, or wasting time. Just actionable and sustainable advice that actually works. 
If you're ready to break through those plateaus and become your leanest, strongest, and healthiest self, check out the Wits and Weights podcast. So link will be in the show notes to check out the podcast and do yourself a favor. Do what I did. Man, that had one of the biggest changes in my physique and my relationship with food, as you've heard me say before, and book your results breakthrough session with Philip. It's a free session. He is the furthest thing from being a salesy type of guy. He's just going to find out where you're starting from, where you want to go and help you build a roadmap to get there. And that's it. Um, but without further bo- further abu, further ado, let's jump into today's episode. And my man, Bobby T is going to lead this one off. And as always, keep your ears open for your notable quotable, something that either Bobby T, Alan, or Phillips says. They're like, oh man, that really resonates with me. And then run it through the MMU, which you can find in the show notes. But listening to Bobby T, if you are the type of person that is a huge planner and you do a lot of reflection, you've got all these grand plans, all these to-do lists that just keep getting longer and longer and longer, but you only find yourself running around in fucking circles and you want to stop that nonsense. I don't know why I said nonsense. You want to stop that bullshit. Then you're going to want to listen to Bobby T right here. Hey, what's up, everybody? So my name is Robert Bobby T. Tyndale. Today, I'm here to share with you my latest MMU uh, for Carl's 24 Before 24 Challenge. And let's kick things off with what is my situation? Um, Ultimately, you know, I need to set a long-term plan. I'm consistently sort of, I need something that I can use consistently as a map to reference my direction when I'm taking personally and with my business. I need to make sure it's specific enough to ensure that I don't lose sight of my key goals, but flexible enough to reflect my changes. My notable quotable for today's MMU um, comes from Patrick Bet David's latest book that he just recently dropped called Choose Your Enemies Wisely. And it's the six biggest mistakes in business planning. Number one, not having a plan. Number two, not examining last year's plan. Number three, not having an enemy to act like a rocket fuel. Number four, failing to integrate logic and emotion in the current plan. Number five, not making it a living document and don't use it to manage. And number six, not sharing it so no one can hold me accountable. This is such an important point when it comes to this notable quotable because I think we all can believe, depending on our personal lives or our business lives, that it's important to have a plan, it's important to have a business plan. But these last two points resonated a lot as a quote, especially around the idea of not choosing an enemy so it acts like rocket fuel for the work that I need to get done. Moving on to the MMU, sort of what's my transformation? My don'ts are going to be wing it each month and quarter. Don't plan for the unexpected and not anticipating events. And my last don't is to stall in the usage of this document in terms of making it a living and breathing material. What I do plan on doing is plan out key events and anticipate the future. Map out the first five moves for possible scenarios and situations that I can likely anticipate. And I'm also going to start to do is make this a living, breathing document that I can check back on a monthly and quarterly basis. Ultimately, one of my inspirations around this whole entire um, kind of thought process and the lessons I'm taking from all of this is I need to have a laser focus on my purpose, mission, goals in order to make sure I'm driving myself forward on a weekly and monthly basis. 
I run the risk of not feeling fulfilled in my life if I don't achieve my results. And if I don't achieve my results, it's because I've failed to plan. And so I am really going to be focusing on these items in the long term, but then also in the short term. My implementation, which is going to be a small, specific, simple um, kind of step, is today uh, I'm going to complete my business plan that I've been working on over the last couple days uh, for 2024, and then I'm going to then immediately start to integrate aspects of my plan in my daily life, such as uh, putting it as my phone background, putting my mission on my wallpapers, and ultimately uh, also holding myself accountable by getting a few people like Carl uh, aware of my business plan in order for me to be held accountable to my peers and individuals. And so these are some of my kind of specific steps around the implementation of this business plan. Um, and thank you all for sharing. I hope this helped. And uh, onwards on this 24 before 24. Have a good day, everybody. <laughs> so I'm laughing right now because Bobby T knows that I'm going to be holding him accountable. Uh, we just went back and forth with some messages because one of the things I've been finding is like, I've got these amazing brothers in my life and we met through, like we were, I'm not, we didn't start off as friends. We started off as people who found each other in a professional environment and then we became friends and brothers from that. So for me, I've always been wondering, okay, like how much do I want to be holding these guys accountable to their shit? Because with friends that it's, I'm going to say it's a gray area. It's a gray area because specifically when you join like masterminds and men's groups and shit like that, it it's pretty known that the goal is to hold each other accountable to your shit. Like what you say you're going to do, right? So Bobby T mentioned that he's going to be getting me to hold him accountable. And just the other day, I called him on some shit. And he's like, yeah, man, you're right. You're right. And then I asked him, I'm like, dude, am I overstepping? He's like, no, Carl. And so anybody, here's here's one of the things, though. Anybody who hesitates holding their friends accountable, if your friends know that you're coming from a loving spot, they're not going to take offense by it. And I was really holding back reaching out to Bobby T about a couple things. But Sure enough, as soon as I did, I got the exact opposite response that I thought I would because I thought he was going to be upset with me or angry at me. He said, Carl, like, this is what I love about our friendship. You are one of those guys who is going to make sure I am getting my shit done. So, yes, Bobby T, I will be holding you accountable to that. As soon as I'm done recording this, actually, I'm going to be giving you a video message to find out if you finished your plan and if not, when you will be. So, speaking of plans, the next dude on the mic, my good brother, Alan Friedman's got some pretty big plans for the gym, something that I thoroughly believe everybody should take very seriously because as Philip and I will definitely advocate for, your physical health is one of the most important fucking things you have and it dictates the quality of everything else in your life. So if there's one area you want to become independent in, that you want to become a master of, that you want to learn from other people and then figure out how you can gain the confidence yourself to be a, to become your own coach, physical is one of those areas and Alan's about to show us how we're going to do it. Hi, my name is Alan Friedman and Carl asked me to do an MMU 
for his 24 by 2024 challenge. I decided to use Next Level Universities, episode 1491, with Kevin Palmieri and Alan Lazarus as hosts. And the title of this episode is, You Are Supposed to Take the Training Wheels Off. So what is my situation? I'm in the middle of fine-tuning squats, deadlifts, bench presses, all kinds of accessory movements as well. Um, I'm enjoying lifting. I'm enjoying the gym vibe. Um, have been for a few years now. And I'm really learning different things and fine-tuning uh, movements and becoming stronger. So I have a saying that I use. And the saying is this, who is wise? One who learns from everyone. So evidently, I really admire the people in my gym. Uh, my gym is trainer-focused, so at our fingertips we have many trainers that are willing and able to assist in so many different ways, and the trainers have their different backgrounds, their strengths, how they train, and it's absolutely a wonderful environment for learning. So I learn from everyone at the gym. Um, and it's kind of like I talk about it like it's my university and the trainers are professors teaching different courses um, and in different different um, takes on different subjects. Um, so I learn from them. And eventually their cueing and encouragement become memes in my head. And I have a quick response to what to their to, to their teaching. So I'm a quick learner. Um, and soon I'm going to be ready to decrease the training that I receive and become more autonomous as I become more confident, physically and mentally sure-footed. It's beneficial. So like the notable quotable is, is this. This really got me. Um, it is beneficial to have training wheels to get to a given place. If I don't take the training wheels off, it looks like I'm winning but I'm not getting any better. So what is my transformation? I don't want to rely on the coaching. I don't want to rely on others. I do want to be autonomous. I don't want to lack self-confidence. I do want to be confident. I don't want to have paralysis by analysis. I want to feel directed and self-assured. So what's my inspiration for all of this? What's like the vibe behind all of this? I want to enter the gym, be able to approach my programming with a renewed confidence and strength. I'm humbled by the programming I'm progressing through. And right now, I need the trainers to help me with safety, technique, and developing a new foundation for me to springboard from. I'm inspired by my desire to be healthy, move well, and receive the mental benefits of lifting, which are many. So what is my implementation? What's my integration? I am wise. Today I will continue to learn through all the modalities and will execute movements so that they will become my own. Execute movements so that they will become my own own see here's the thing like i've mentioned so many times when dp said good people are hard to find but they shouldn't be because they're everywhere 
Every single time I have a brother submit an MBU, MBU, an MMU and we talk about this shit, I'm just amazed at what comes through them. No matter how many times I hear it, because you guys are, I'm like, you guys are fucking brilliant. Like, this is absolutely beautiful. And you just like, <laughs> and obviously Alan has like one of the most soothing voices in the world. So that's amazing. But I'm willing to bet that just like these men were around me, I just needed to get into some deeper conversations with them to be able to pull this wisdom out of them and be able to receive it. My guess is you have men inside your world right now who have this same level of wisdom inside of them that they are waiting to share with you or that you are waiting to be shared with you. That sounded fucking horrible, but you get what I'm saying. So long story short with that one is tap into your brother's wisdom because that is what they are here for. Speaking of wisdom, this last guy, we normally save the best for last, but like with every rule, there's exceptions to it. So we're going to leave Philip for the last one here. But uh, yeah, you're going to hear he has something really good to say with regards to making sure you are being as efficient with your time as possible and not wasting your time tracking way too much shit. Because like an all-you-can-eat buffet, if you put too much shit on your plate... It may look good at first, but trust me, later on, you're going to fucking regret it. Hey guys, this is Philip Pape, and Carl asked me to share one of my MMUs that I did as part of his 24 by 2024 challenge. And so here's the one I chose. This is the first P of the prep work, P for purpose. Uh, what is my situation? I love tracking and measuring, and I ask clients to do the same, but it's Far better to track three highly relevant, accessible, quality-based metrics than many metrics, especially for new clients. I want to be more laser-focused here. My notable quotable, if you're tracking 42 things, you're tracking nothing. And this is from the Next Level University podcast. What is your transformation? Don't track everything. Do track what matters. Don't overwhelm clients. Do offer laser clarity. Don't use 10 tools to track. Do use three or fewer tools. What is your inspiration? When I step back and remember why we track to measure direct outcomes of specific choices to elicit change, combined with the propensity of doing too much, I realize that a balanced approach is laser focused on maybe two to five things at once. And I want to bring that same clarity with client calls and feedback. This creates clarity. What is your integration? I am a conduit of clarity. The action that I took was to update my feedback template to list no more than three actions for the week to give my clients that borrow from the MMU integration philosophy. So to summarize all of this, I wanted to share this MMU because it's very straightforward, very practical. I'm kind of a rational-minded person. And this does not have to be pie in the sky. This is literally a simple little thing that I recognized when I heard that quote that I need to be, uh, I, I don't want to be a hypocrite. I want to ask my clients to focus on just what's really important this week. And so when I check in with my clients for, I'm a nutrition coach, you know, instead of saying, well, this week we need to do, 
you know, protein and your training and this and this and the other. Let's just narrow it down to one, two, at most three specific, small, simple actions, just like with the MMU, so that they have clarity that, okay, I've got this. I'm going to get all these wins. It's going to be pretty easy, but I'm still going to make progress. And then I'm going to get back to my coach with those wins that we can celebrate together and keep moving and growing. This one was a massive game changer for me. Um, not specifically his MMU, Philip's MMU, but the strategy behind it. Because I used to be one of those assholes that would just make endless to-do lists and track fucking a million and one things. Obviously not a million and one, but I would, I would track a lot of big things and all it did was create overwhelm. Especially when I was consuming copious amounts of content because I, as soon as I consume content, I'm just writing down more and more shit that I have to do. And then everything becomes diluted. So one of the principles that he's talking about here is just finding out what your big three are. Like, what are those few things? And even if you can keep it below that, like for me inside the prep work, I have one thing that I measure inside of each area of the prep work. Sure, it can be multifaceted at times, but I'm well aware of what needs to be done. Like the one big thing, the one thing that's really going to move the needle because I spent way too much of my life on activities that don't move the fucking needle in reality. Sure, they give me that dopamine hit. Sure, they may make me feel good for a while, but when a year goes by and I look back at the results that I've achieved based on all those fucking to-dos and all those habits I was tracking and ticking off, it wasn't getting me anywhere. It wasn't until I actually started really implementing some of the strategies from the book Essentialism to cut down on shit and make sure I'm doing the proper shit. So, you heard from three of my brothers, you heard from Bobby T, you heard from Alan, and you heard from Philip Pape, but here is my question. Are we going to be hearing from you? Are you going to show us how you MMU? I really fucking hope so, because those five questions are in the show notes, and you have, without a doubt, gotten a multitude of notable quotables that you can take from this episode and run it through the MMU to ignite the impact you wish to see in your world, but it won't fucking matter unless you do that last little checkbox inside the MMU in your integration step because there's five steps. You keep it small, specific, simple, then you schedule that shit in and you share it. And please, you'll see us on IG. The tags are in the, or the handles are in the show notes. After you MMU, definitely hit me up at Ignite the Impact, but hit up specifically the brother who gave you your notable quotable for your MMU and let them know how they have inspired you to ignite the impact you wish to see in your world. Until next time, my brothers, we got this.